Welcome back to the Data Blitz Podcast, everybody. Uh, this is your host, Noel. I'm Brendan. And this is Brendan. We're, we're figuring out the <laughs> intro here still. We've been working on it and trying to not introduce him every single time. But, uh, you know, it's good to get into the routine of things. And we are back with another betting episode. Um I'm on the road today. I did pack my mic and bring it with me, so I don't think anything will be different. Uh, but if it is, apologize for that in advance. Um, so we got a pretty good slate of games this week. Do we want to do a quick Thursday night football recap? Uh, I assume you were able to catch the game. We didn't really talk about that at all. But uh, we could do a quick Thursday night football recap and then jump into a preview of each game alongside you know, talking about our parlays and stuff like that. Yeah, so uh, last night the Rams won 30-22 to against the Saints. Um, the Rams looked really good. Their offense was dynamite. It seemed like there was a few possessions where they kind of just settled for field goals, but I think they kind of knew they didn't have to be too, too aggressive go- going through that game. Um, I think the biggest thing to highlight here was Puka is just a freaking beast. Um, seemed like he was always open. And Kyron Williams is also a beast. So I think it's, uh, as they kept saying over and over on TV, it's a team you don't want to see in the playoffs. So I thought it was an awesome game. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to watch. It it definitely looked closer at the end of the day than it actually was. The Rams kind of got the backdoor scores and stuff like that. Uh, I think we mentioned Rashid Shahid touchdown and receiving yards. Uh, during the DFS episode and the betting preview. Looks like that hit. Chris Olave did end up playing. Uh, definitely, you know, really impressive from his part. Do you... I mean, there's not really much else to say about this game. Kyron was awesome. Puka continues to be amazing. And I think uh, this game really showed me that I'm an idiot for ever doubting him. Um, Alvin Kamara might be washed. Derek Carr is probably going to be the starter for another like two years and they're never going to do anything because they're in cap hell next year. Um, and then, as I said, Chris Olave and Rashid Shahid were pretty good. So any other takeaways that you have from this? Yeah, they're off, their offensive line sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Um, Just New Orleans offensive line this. is so horrible. Watching the Saints in general, it's so is bad. Just like, kind of like, how can you expect their car to at least be like, all right? Yeah, there really isn't that much of an expectation there. This is true. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think yeah, if they I could add an offensive line, I think they'd be all right. I just don't think they have the cap space or the draft picks or like the value as, as a team to do that. So, I think they're going to continue to struggle. Um, they're in one of the worst spots next year, I believe. I was, I was looking at cap space stuff on the plane. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I do think they're going to, you know, they could pop up as a contender maybe if they did get that line. But I don't know, man. It doesn't feel like they're built in the right way right now. Yeah, there's too many moving pieces going on there. Definitely. Um so normally I let you lead the way with the games. Do you want to jump into the rest of the games? Uh, Thursday night, pretty cool, but I think we, we get the show on the road. Yeah, so uh, first game of the Saturday slate is um, Bengals-Steelers. 
So 4.30 game. Um, Bengals are favored by three points, minus 150 money line, over under 37 and a half. What do you got here? Yeah, um, I think, I mean, in my upset, I have the Steelers as a potential upset. Uh, I heard some other pod, unnamed podcast uh, talking about, you know, Mason Rudolph during Christmas week feels like a, you know, it, it's story that's going to happen. Um, Jamar Chase is out. We're obviously going to see Mason Rudolph, like I just said. Um it feels maybe like a Mike Tomlin masterclass here. I'm kind of leaning Steelers. Uh, Jake Browning has been too good. He, he's kind of due for some regression. Over-under set at 38. I would kind of lean towards the over here. It's pretty low over-under. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of how I feel Steelers for me. What about you? Personally, I'm staying away from this game. Um because like you said, I feel like anything can happen. Um, I think, you know, Jake, uh, what's his name? Jake Browning can come out and he can give you 300 yards and three touchdowns. And maybe he does that thing where backup quarterback comes out, throws for 150 and three interceptions. So um, I don't think that'll happen. Um, I, I still do like the Bengals in this game. I think if you're going to do anything in this game, you just take Bengals money line. Um, I, I can't imagine Mason Rudolph doing anything because that guy stinks. But if they're moving on from Trubisky to him, I guess they got to see something that's better. But I, I doubt it. Um, so I got Bengals here, money line, and that's all I'm touching on this game. Yeah, I could see it, but it does feel like one of those games primed for an upset. There aren't that many upset picks this week, so I kind of had to stretch to make the parlay work. Um, but I, do, I don't know. Steelers, for me, feels like the, the Steelers have been falling apart, and they never really fall that far. They're 7-7. Seven and seven. Um, I think they get this one. You think they get to uh, 500 or over 500, I suppose? Uh, man, let me check the rest of the schedule. So we got... Bengals, Seahawks, Ravens. No. They're going to lose two of those games. So if they're going to win one, it would be this week. It would be this week. So if they're going to win one, it has to be this week. Yeah, I think so. Uh, So it's going to be this week. Take with that what you will. You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you want to move on to the next game? All right, all right. We have a few things we can discuss on Monday. <laughs> so next one is Bills Chargers. Bills are favored twelve and a half points, minus eight hundred money line. Forty three and a half is the over under. Um, personally, I got the Bills in this one for obvious reasons. Um, twelve and a half is a lot of points. Sure, I could see the Bills covering that um, if you wanted to. It's minus one ten currently, so you have a pair of cojones and you feel like it why not but otherwise i'm taking bills minus 800 um and i like the over here as well yeah uh you know no keenan allen the Chargers just got destroyed easton stick wasn't that bad but it does feel like a game where james cook is gonna pop off and, and 
they're gonna lean heavily on the run game. Um, so I also like the Bills here. Just does kind of feel like 13 points or whatever is a lot, 12 points. Um, so I have this game as kind of my over prop and an anytime touchdown score. Um, I have James Cook and James Cook touchdown, James Cook over 67 and a half rushing yards. Uh, and that's plus 188. So I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, I like that. It's a great prop. Um, it's a dome game, so that's the reason I have this being an over. I like that take. Um, yeah, Buffalo is probably going to show up looking towards the playoffs here. Could be a, a strong game for them. Yeah, they're looking a lot better. Um, they need to finish strong, so I expect I expect a big win. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't know what else there is to say. Big Josh Allen game for the fantasy playoffs? Yeah, probably. You'd think so. Um, especially after last week throwing for 90-something yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would expect kind of a blow-up here. I'm seeing background noise on my recording right now, and I'm really hoping that that's not going to interfere with this episode. I don't know where it's coming from because I'm taking off my headphones. It's, But I can try to clean it up the best I can. So. All right. You get luck. what you get and you won't get it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the next one um, is uh, your boys – the Packers and the, the Panthers. Packers are only favored by five. Um, Over-unders at 37.5. Packers are minus 230 money line. Uh, yeah. I saw, I mean, both of the quarterbacks that the Packers have played in the past, you know, Danny DeVito, I, I guess it's been two weeks, Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito, shit, Tommy DeVito, and uh, Baker Mayfield have one player of the week. So, potential Bryce Young game. Um, Packers defense really needs to step up here. You know, they've been struggling recently. Joe Barry's on the on the hot seat. Um, I kind of want it to be under and Green Bay by five. I think it's probably Green Bay by five, potentially over. Uh, the last two times that they've played, it's been 24 to 16 both times. Um, so I don't know what to think here. Packers probably blow them out though. They're kind of due for one. Yeah. I don't see the Panthers covering that. Um, I like the under here as well. Um, I just, I don't see the Panthers scoring points and their defense has been weirdly solid. So I could see it being Mm -hmm. a game like 23 to like seven or something like that. I could see that being like the final score. I don't see the Packers scoring a ton of points, but I see them scoring over 20 and I don't see the Panthers coming anywhere near 14. So, yeah, I think I could um, see it, that. Yeah, in terms of props here, do you have anything you'd like in particular? 
as I deal with these Wi-Fi issues and trying to pull stuff up, um, I think Aaron Jones is a good bet at plus 120 to score a touchdown. Um, and then Dontavian Wicks is plus 310. He's been pretty solid as well. Uh, and then Tucker Craft plus 240. Any of those guys are probably good value. Solid. Um, yeah. What about you? Got anything you like? I say put 100 on all three of them. <laughs> uh, but remember this does not constitute uh, fantasy sports advice or whatever we say <laughs> <laughs> um, you could go uh, Chuba um, rushing yards at 70 71 and a half I like yeah running backs have been solid against the Packers um I think if they're going to get going, they're going to get going through Chuba. I just don't know if they're going to get going. Yeah. Under uh, 6-0. and oh, It's the only thing. In, in Charlotte. Um, man. I don't know. The underdogs have won each of the Packers' last five games. Brutal. I mean, good and then brutal. So they're due for a, they're due for a win, basically. Yeah, and then in each of the Panthers' last five games, the first score has been uh, an opponent's touchdown. So the Panthers let up first scores like every time. So if you're gonna bet first touchdown <laughs> score, uh, Aaron Jones could see some good value at plus six hundred. I think they kind of unleash him. Tucker Craft might be my second best play here at plus 1,100. Yeah, I like it. Um, so the next game cool. on the slate is Seahawks-Titans. Um, Seahawks are favored by 3.5 at minus, minus 175 money line, and 41.5 is the over-under. So for this game, I like Seahawks points. I like their money line. I like the over in this game. I think I think the Seahawks are going to run away with this one. I completely agree. Um, I'm seeing Will Levis lines, but I think he's out. I think also Tannehill might be out. I heard that this might be a Malik Willis game. Um, if you've been watching the Madden rebuild, don't sleep on Malik oh Willis. But if uh, you live in real life like the rest of us, it's probably safe to assume <laughs> that the Seahawks are going to blow out the Titans this game. Malik Willis has really bad pocket presence. He should give up a few sacks, might throw a couple interceptions. I actually like the Seahawks' defense as a play against the Titans this week if we're going to talk about any like DFS stuff like that. Yeah, that would be definitely a good call, um, especially if Malik Willis is playing because that just means that they're due for an interception or two. Um, one of the yes. lines I like here... <laughs> one of the lines I like here is Geno Smith touchdowns um, over one and a half. You're getting plus odds, plus one ten currently. So if you think it's going to be a big scoring game for the Seahawks, then yeah, I would take that. Yeah, I, I think Seahawks have a pretty good chance. JSN's been getting worked in more too. Um, he's you know, seen an uptick in volume the past few weeks and has even 
been able to show out with some of the DK Metcalf uh, blow-up games. DK's over-under is at 62.5. I like that yep. over. But then if you look uh-huh. at JSN, he's at 42.5. I like that over, too. Um, and then DK, or JSN as a touchdown score is um, plus 265. And I feel like they're going to try to get him more worked in, maybe design some plays for him. Don't know if that leads to a touchdown, but probably leads to more yards. So you're thinking game script is JSN here? That's what I want. Don't know if that's <laughs> what they're going to do, but it, it does feel like they kind of unleashed him last week, and he's been super consistently involved, but like not ever taking over. He's just always kind of there, always putting up like 40 to 60 yards. Uh, I think he only has like three, four touchdowns on the year. Um, but... I'm a big fan of JSM. Yeah, I mean, this would be the time in the season that a rookie would come alive. Um, the only thing that I think kind of boosts what you're talking about here is that Tyler Lockett really does seem to be kind of being phased out of this offense. He just doesn't mm-hmm. have the speed and explosiveness he used to have, it doesn't look like. Um yeah, he just it, it just looks like when Tyler Lockett gets the ball, he's stuck in mud and gets tackled pretty quickly. So, so seems sad. Like, Tyler Lockett yeah. used to be the GOAT. Yeah, so for that reason, I think uh, JSN yards is a good idea. I don't I don't know about a touchdown, but hey, if you if you like it, go for it. Um, DK is plus one fifty five for a touchdown. I I like that a little better, but I guess we'll. Uh, We'll have to see which one gets the touchdown. Yeah, I think it's kind of a pick em, um between the two of them. So I'm leaning J- JSN just because of the Yeah, value 100%. There. But either, either way, I think one of these guys gets a touchdown this weekend. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, and then how do you feel about Kenneth Walker this week? So one last thing I wanted to ask. Why do you ask? <laughs> Was Is there something about uh, him you want to like, talk about? No, I just feel like there's a potential. I mean, he didn't practice, but there's a potential. He didn't practice yesterday, so today's Friday. He didn't practice Thursday or Wednesday or whatever. Um, there's a potential that they're kind of blowing him out and Kenneth Walker gets some work. Kenneth Walker's always good to turn those opportunities into longer gains. I feel like he has the potential to be... I mean, you mentioned him during the DFS show, so he has the potential to be a, a crazy good play this week if he's able to, you know, show some explosive runs. Yeah. So, obviously, I I do like Kenneth Walker based off of our DFS um, preview. So, yeah, I think Kenneth Walker is definitely a good play here. Um, what are his yards at? Um, let me check. Mine is not showing yards for him. His yard? Yeah, I don't see his yards. He's minus 115 so. to score a touchdown. That's crazy. Yeah, he's been really good. I love Kevin I think Walker. He's, he's, yeah, he's a decent player. Good runner. Mm-hmm. All right. The next game on the docket is Browns and Texans. So... Got an interesting one here. Um, 
Do we know kind if CJ Stroud was cleared yet? I think he's out, dude. I think he's out too. Pretty sure he's out. So if he's out, Case Keenum. Uh, Who wasn't Case horrible, but he's not going to win the game. No. And they're they're not going to win the game, just in general. Uh, <laughs> so Browns are favored by three, over under 40 and a half, and Browns' money line is minus 150, which seems kind of like a steal. It, it does. Uh, yeah, I thought about throwing the Texans in my underdog parlay, but it's like, why? They have like no real offensive output. I think Will Anderson is going to be out too. Um, so just when you thought they were down, CJ Stroud being out, they lose one of their best defensive players. Nico Collins uh, still potentially questionable. Um, still have limited practice. Noah Brown limited practice. I don't know, man. It, it does feel like just kind of a blowout waiting to happen for the Browns. Um, David Njoku game. Yes, we are a Flacco to Njoku podcast. So Browns are <laughs> definitely taking this one. Um, I don't know. What do you like for the over-under here? Um, Man, I got uh... I don't even remember what I put my bets on because <laughs> I did it on the tarmac. I was like, I just want to bet so bad because <laughs> Texas is not legal. So, um, I didn't make any specific bets on this game, but I kind of want to lean under just because I feel like that Houston offense might be a little bit stagnant. Uh, Flacco could make a couple of mistakes still. Um, you know, they haven't been super hot. The Browns have allowed like 30 points per game to opponents when they're away, which is insane. Um, and, and their last seven road games have gone over. But uh, I don't know. Texans offense is probably going to be not great. Yeah. This also, is I a... think... You're good. Who's the coach for the Browns? What's his name again? What? Stefanski. Stefanski's yeah. swept uh, the AFC South like twice now. And this is, this is going to be like the second year. He like destroys the AFC South. It's going to be like nine straight. So it's a little. As he should, though. A bit there. So. Well, why should he? I mean, you don't like the, the Titans? Like they're always like the best team in the NFC South. I don't like that entire division. <laughs> that division stinks. Um, it's not. A, it's up and coming. It's up and coming. Uh, so for the over under here, yeah. personally, this is a game that I would take an alternate line. Um, ESPN lets you go down as far as thirty three and a half here, and I like the over of that. I don't really like the under of a bigger number just because I think it's a game where Joe Flacco, you know, could just put a beating on him and just keep going and going and going. So for that reason, I don't want like an under of a bigger number because if they go out and score 35, 42 points, like you're in trouble. So I think 33 and a half over you're getting, you're getting that for sure. 
and you're still getting minus 270 so if you're in a parlay that that's fine yeah i was about to ask what that was it's not bad um i I don't see it going too far under like 37 uh so i think the over of 33 is good i also don't totally know if they're gonna go crazy over uh but I think that's a safe bet. Yeah, I also like uh, both quarterbacks' passing yards over. Um, Joe Flacco at two thirty nine and a half, Case Keenum at two oh nine and a half. I like that Joe Flacco line specifically. Uh, two oh nine isn't anything crazy to get though, but Joe Flacco feels like he's kind of turning it on. He's been watching from the couch for like a year. Uh, I think it's time that he steps into his like old role a little bit, and we might see a little bit of old Flacco, maybe less interceptions than last week, but maybe not. That's why I have the Texans defense. <laughs> it's bound to happen, I um, guess. Yeah. Should we jump to the next game? Let's do it. Colts and Falcons. Uh, Falcons are favored by two and a half. They're minus 145 money line and over under currently is at 44 and a half. Uh, personally, I like the Colts here. Just, I don't think the Falcons I, have Yeah, have I also anything. do. Um, this is they're my under, Yeah, this is my underdog of the week here. So I like the Colts. I think they're actually okay. like a pretty solid team. Um, I think they lack some of the star power that a lot of other teams do, but I think that they they have a good system going there, I think. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Taylor back. So And then Gardner Minshew hasn't been a liability. I'd rather have Gardner Minshew starting for me than Taylor Heineke. I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but I did see one line that I kind of liked, and I know it's a little bit ridiculous, but... What's your vibe on a Kyle Pitts anytime touchdown? Kyle Pitts anytime touchdown. Let me take a look at these odds. Plus 310. All right. Plus 310. Um, I threw it in a parlay. I have Kyle Pitts anytime touchdown. Uh, Calvin Ridley over. Spoiler alert. On the yards. CeeDee Lamb under on the receiving yards. And then James Cook anytime touchdown. James Cook rushing yards. And that gives me plus 4,000. Hot damn. Yeah, it's pretty um, ridiculous. Nobody should let me bet on the tarmac. He's plus <laughs> he's plus two seventy five for a touchdown on ESPN. So I don't know how many touchdowns does he have this year. year. <laughs> I think like two. But I don't know. I, I feel it. I feel a Falcons resurgence. Um Falcons at home are better. I know that's the Desmond Ritter stat. I keep saying that, but I don't know if the Falcons are going to win, but I think we should see something out of them offensively and see them lean on those skill position players a little bit more. Uh, If Arthur Smith is going to actually coach for his job, uh, if he's going to pull a Brandon Staley and just kind of roll over and die, uh, Kyle Pitts will be useless this week, as will Drake London and Bijan. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. Um, They got to use those skill players, as we talked about the other day. Or else, so what what are we doing here? Yeah, what are we doing here? So, I like the Colts. Um, I like the under as well. 
So, yeah, that's all I got for this game. I, I want the over. Answered. I think the over I want would the be over. amazing. I want the over. Jonathan Taylor, over. you know, <laughs> that would be a good over. All right, who you got any, next? Uh, any other props you liked in that game? Uh, no. Kind of just Kyle Pitts. Yeah. I thought about Drake London. Um, but I'm just going to lean on one Arizona player, or Arizona, Atlanta player, and uh, see where that takes me because I don't want to get burned too bad there. Yeah, there's a couple on ESPN um, player to score two touchdowns. I think either Bijan or um, Jonathan Taylor or Michael Pittman, if you're feeling ballsy, those are all right plays. So, yeah, I think that's the more obvious one of the bunch. But Bijan actually has the technically worst odds. He's plus 380, and Jonathan Taylor's like plus 450 for two touchdowns. So Vegas thinks touchdowns for Bijan this week. That'd be pretty sweet. But we'll see. I don't know. Again, I don't want to think too highly of that Atlanta offense before they actually show anything. And could be our last week with Arthur Smith. Uh, mm-hmm. I kind of hope it is. All right. The next game we got Commanders and the Jets. So under this is yeah, <laughs> this is garbage. Um, under the week. There's not much else you can say about that. The uh, the Twitter post. What was it? It's uh, the stoppable force meets movable object. So, Commanders with the worst defense in the league, Jets with the worst offense. Um, Jets are favored by three points, uh, minus 165 money line, 37.5 over under. So, I think we both like the under here for obvious reasons. Jets Jack Wilson's out. Don't give up points. They don't score them either. So, um, is he? Yeah, if you can get the 37. It makes it a little more interesting. Zach was, but like, still the under. Um, I would stay away from the money line in this oh, game. Oh, way just take under. The under. Especially if they start like Tim Boyle. Oh, my God, under. Um, I think Zach Wilson was the only thing I was afraid of to hit the over. Because Sam Howell is good, but he's not going to be that good against the Jets' defense. Yeah. And what, <laughs> what are we going to have? Trevor Simeon? Like, no. Unless Trevor Simeon or Tim Boyle torches the commander's defense, which which is one of the worst defenses in the league, uh, I think we're good. I think this is an under game. Yeah, I would have liked to see Zach Wilson this week. But I'm staying away from the money line here. I'm just taking the under. It's probably I think it's commanders. I'm I'm commanders under. Jets have lost 14 of their last 16 games against teams that held a losing record. Home games. It's insane. That's horrible. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so bad. Ugh. This is a so, uh, this is a true toilet bowl game. Yeah, I I might box score this game to be honest. I should never say that, but. Good lord, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> you can get a Sam Howell passing touchdown at minus 260. 
Just one of them. <laughs> Brian Robinson's out, so I don't even know what to like do anymore with that offense. Like, who's he going to throw so, it to? You never know. Yeah, Curtis? I mean, Probably Curtis Samuel. Yeah, and... Well, one of the props here that I like is uh, Brees Hall rushing yards because Washington's defensive line is so fucking bad. Um, 46 and Mm -hmm. a half does not feel like a stretch at all. I know he hasn't really been running the ball for a ton of yards this year. He's been doing a lot of pass catching, but that's kind of just been like game script. Um, They've been trailing a lot. So I like Brees Hall rushing yards just because I think this game will be over quick. It'll be on the ground. Um lot of defense under so i think he gets that 46 and a half pretty easily yeah i would like that um it, it does feel like it's time for breeze to show up i think we said the same thing last week and they got like no yards and i think we said the same thing the week before and no yards there too but maybe this week it is the worst defense in the league yeah other than that, I think all the props are kind of just a toss-up, so nothing that I, I don't personally have access am taking. To props. Yeah, so. there's nothing else worth taking anyways. So the next game we got yeah. is Lions and Vikings. Um, Lions are three-point favorites, minus 155 money line, and 47.5 over-under. Uh, personally, I like the Lions minus three here. I think it's three points. I think it's my favorite gonna, of the week. Yeah, they're gonna blow them out. Yeah, it just feels Lions are back. Uh, Nick Mullins might have a decent game, but I don't think it matters. The Lions' offense is much better, uh, and the Vikings' defense has been okay. But Lions have one of the best offenses in the league, so. C.J. Gardner-Johnson's playing this week, right? Or he was activated. Mm. Dealing with bad Wi-Fi again. We'll see. Uh, He had limited practice with a pec injury, but looks like questionable. I don't know. Well, it doesn't matter either way. Yeah, they it'll be good for the playoffs. Um, but Lions definitely definitely taking the Lions uh, minus three here. Um, the over under. Do you have any is, props you like? Yeah, um, the over under is okay though. Um, I think it's kind of borderline, so I'm kind of staying away from that, just because I can see the yeah, Vikings not doing anything. Um, so for props, Nick Mullins' passing yards is at two sixty two and a half. Oof. I know that I know that we talked about him throwing a lot of yards and just like throwing a lot of interceptions. The dude just doesn't care. He just throws the ball up. Um, seems to work out for him. But that seems high. Um, for the game script we're expecting for this to be a blowout. I don't know about 262. It's pretty borderline as well, but I think it's under for sure. Yeah, I think that's a good play. Um, Jordan Addison's coming off a really strong week. His over-under for yards is set at 48.5. And, and I know that like he kind of lucks into long gains, but 48.5 feels super achievable. Yeah. And Jameer Gibbs, 47.5 rushing yeah, yards. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> you knew exactly what I was going to do next. And then also David Montgomery, 53 and a half. Uh, I like the yeah, Lions rushing attack and maybe some of, some of the uh, Vikings pass catchers. Maybe TJ Hawkinson, 53 and a half. That could get him worked in. Yeah. I think there's a lot of props in this game that are worth it. Um, you got a Mon Ra touchdown. One. Yeah, you got David Montgomery, who's also uh, obviously had a lot of touchdowns. Jameer Gibbs touchdown is plus odds. Um, Jameson Williams weirdly gets like one catch a game, but it seems like every other game it's a touchdown. Um, he's got plus odds. <laughs> yeah. Justin Jefferson's got plus odds for a touchdown, so... A lot of options depending on who you like. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm really looking forward to this. I think that will be like the main game that I watch at at noon on Sunday. Maybe that and Seahawks Titans. Yeah. Oh, also the Packers. There's... Hello. <laughs> There's a lot of star power in this game though, so I think that makes it really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So we're on to the, yeah. uh, the late slate here. Um, the Jags and the Bucks yes, lead us off. Bucks are minus two and a half. <laughs> you don't I know why. Say, I don't know why the why the Jags are not favored in this. Is Trevor Lawrence out? Or like, what's going on? Um, I think he has a concussion, right? Ankle and concussion, yeah. So if, if Trevor Lawrence is out, yeah, obviously. But if he plays, I'm jumping on this line. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why the line is the way it is right now. So we can kind of talk about um, some props we like here because I think right now there's too much that's unknown. Um, Trevor Lawrence hasn't missed a game in his career, so that's in his favor favor but we'll see what happens um bucks are two and a half over under 42 and a half so this seems like a kind of low under for how baker's been playing um and just how the jaguars offense is so i kind of like the over here Mm -hmm. yeah i am a little bit staying away from the lines, I mean, I have the Jags in my underdog parlay just in case, uh, you know, Lawrence plays or, or Bethard comes out and looks good. But I'm kind of leaning into the, some of the prop bets here. Um, specifically, I think Zay Jones is out. Christian Kirk is obviously out. Um, so that kind of just leaves Calvin Ridley. And 55 and a half receiving yards is pretty achievable if they're just going to be hucking it up to him, um, if, especially if the game script leads to that. Uh, you know, with Rashad White on the other side, running it down on him, and they're probably just going to throw the ball a bunch. Yeah, speaking of Rashad White, um, his prop for rushing yards is at 72.5, and, and ETN is at 55.5. So especially if Trevor Lawrence is not playing, I would hammer that. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, especially the Rashad Even White side. Even though the Jags O line has sucked, he's one of the more expensive I think uh, running backs on DFS. Get to fifty-five. We'll see. I'm, I'm definitely in on Rashad. I don't know about ETN. Yeah. Otherwise, there's 
okay guys for touchdowns here. Um, you can get Ingram plus 220. I know you were big on his train. You can get Mike Evans plus 155. So there's a couple decent odds in there if you want to go with that. Yeah, I'm just kind of sketched out about this game for some reason. I feel like if it wasn't an in-division game, I would be hammering some of these props on the Bucks, but I don't know. It feels unpredictable to me. I could totally see this game going under by like a million. And I don't know why. Yeah, then I could also see it being a shootout. <laughs> so. Exactly. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, I don't know if I want to touch this game. Yeah, it's a weird one. If Trevor Lawrence is not playing, I like the under. That's all I got. Yeah, that's fair. You want to jump over to the next one? The boys and the dolphins. Is this the game of the week? Oh, yeah. This is my over of the week. So over-unders at 49 and a half. Oh, you got 50. Um, So dolphins are minus one. So... Minus 120 money line on the Dolphins. This is this is going to be a fun game to watch. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. Um, I think, like we talked about, C.D. Lamb getting limited. So I have the C.D. Lamb uh, under for his yards as well. Um, that's set at 90.5. So I'm pretty comfortable hitting the under there if he's getting matched up on uh, Minka, right? Uh, Jalen Ramsey. Or, or Jalen Ramsey. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh boy. Uh, oh um, boy. So, uh, <laughs> who do you think wins this? Uh, I'm kind of leading Miami. Like, they feel like they've stepped up defensively. Their offense is probably going to outperform Dallas. Uh, Dallas's defense has gotten shredded kind of twice now. Um, they're, looking to step back up against this team, but Miami's kind of looking to prove themselves against, you know, one of the better opponents that they've played this year. Um, I don't know. What do you think? So there's two stats that I remember hearing about both these teams. One is the Cowboys on the road score something like 26 points or 28 points per game or something. And at home they score 40. On the Dolphin side of things, when they play teams with winning records, they simply just don't win. So that's why I think this <laughs> game is just a crapshoot um, in terms of betting. It'll be a fun game to watch, and maybe you want to take a same-game parlay, but I would not have this as a leg in a parlay. Well, I have it as a leg in a parlay. Uh-oh. The under. Or the over, Sorry. Over. Okay, I'm fine with and that. I think uh, I'm fine with that. I think the over is gonna slam this game. I mean, for the last five games for the Cowboys against AFC teams have gone under. Um, but I don't care. I think <laughs> Cowboys' offense is great. Dolphins' offense is great. Neither defense is better than the opposing uh, offense. I would I would say. Um, I really hope we get Tyreek. I think we do. I think we do too. As we said, he was running full routes last weekend. And then I think somebody yeah. was like, we're playing the Jets. Hold it. So. Yeah, save it for the Cowboys. 
Yeah, so it feels like a Tyree kill game. Um, he needs those yards to break the record, so you know he's going to be coming out trying to get it. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I don't know what else there is to say. It's going to be an exciting one. Yeah, game of the week. Um, since we think this is going to be over, though, there's plenty of touchdown props here to take. Um, we mentioned liking yeah. Brandon Cooks as a value play in DFS. He's plus 230 for a touchdown, so it seems like Vegas also thinks he might score a touchdown. Um, Jake Ferguson is pretty low, too, plus 145. Yeah, so big-time over game. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then anybody on the Miami side of the ball? A-chain. Uh, A-chain plus yeah. 120. And then you know Jalen Waddle. Plus one fifty five right now. I might hop in on that, uh, assuming that Tyreek is like questionable. But I think Tyreek plays. Yeah, I think uh, Mostert and Achan are the two you're looking at on the Miami side because they're a lock for rushing Chase touchdowns. Claypool. Chase Claypool. Chase <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't get me started. I freaking hate that guy. Um. <laughs> All right, next slate is crappy one let's fly through this cardinals bears bears are favored by four excited minus 215 money line and 42 and a half over under i think this is gonna be fun why Uh, Why i stayed away from this game in terms of any betting but you know we got two pretty good quarterbacks going on off against each other um i think Kyler's obviously better than Fields. Is it obvious anymore? Um, and you know the Cardinals three and eleven, Bears five and nine. Both of them are pretty much eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, I think the Cardinals like want to lose this game, at least from an ownership perspective. But, you know the players never actually do. Um, so I would lean under because Hollywood Brown is out. Um, but I don't hate the Cardinals as an underdog, but also like, it kind of feels like the bears are establishing themselves a little bit. They have that better defense now. Um, I I think it's a fun game that I won't touch because I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe under though. So I like the under here for sure. And (laughs) this is pretty friggin' ballsy, but if there's a game this year, that's going to end in a tie, I think it's this one. Ooh, I love that take. Because why not? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're gonna get like plus twenty thousand odds or something like that. <laughs> Damn, you should have told me that when I was on the tarmac. I would have hit that. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me see if I can find the odds for a tie. Yeah, um, and then just from a prop bet perspective. Um, Kyler Murray anytime touchdown scores plus 275 I'm a big fan of that and then you know potentially hitting his rushing yards at 31.5 and then James Conner hasn't been bad this year his rushing yards over under is set at 51.5 I would lean towards the over there I think we see a little bit more offense out of the Cardinals side than I had, you know, expected to see. But 
Obviously, with Marquise Brown out, maybe somebody has to step up like Trey McBride, plus 185 to score a touchdown there. Um, and then if we think it's potentially like Rondell Moore, plus 400. On the Bears' side, uh, Just Fields has been solid, you know. Um, his rushing yards over-under is set at 57.5. Passing yards, 200. I would lean over on the passing yards, too. I don't know why. Now I'm starting to second-guess. Uh, it feels like these lines are really low. and I, I would kind of lean into the over now. I mean, we'll That's see. what they want you to do. I know. <laughs> but, you know, plus 120 for Justin Fields to score a touchdown. I like the Kyler Berry side of that more. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's definitely some juicy lines out here. Cole Komet probably the last one that I'll mention is over under 38 and a half receiving yards. Um, don't hate the over there. And anytime touchdown would be plus 175. Yeah. I like the under in this game. Um, otherwise there's not a whole else that I'll be interested in watching here. Um, I'm looking still to see if I can find the tie. I hopped over to, uh, yeah, because I, I don't think ESPN. I was has trying to stall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, think ESPN has a tie on this one. Do you want to jump into the next one, and I'll I'll try looking for it. I think you can All do. Right. So Sunday like night football, we somehow story. have the Patriots. Well, we have Patriots on Sunday night. <laughs> How they get flexed out? Um, Last week? How they get yeah, them? like they get flexed out on Monday night and then they they come back and it's the Patriots again? Like come on. I think it's just because there's like a million um games this weekend because we got Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So I think it kind of just gets lost. Plus six thousand. Plus 6,000? That's the tie odds. Sorry. <laughs> I found I it. needed to know. I needed to uh, know. Overtime's plus 1,000, though. So that's not I bad like that. itself. Okay. Now I can actually focus on the Patriots. I was really invested in finding that tie. Uh, Broncos, eh. Patriots, not great. Hunter Henry, maybe. Um, I, I don't want to spend my Christmas Eve watching this game. No, I don't either. 34 over under? Yep, and Broncos are are favored by 7 points, and they have the over under at 34. So they have the Pats scoring like 5 points, if that's... I don't think that's how that works, but... (laughs) No. I think like... A safety and a field goal. You heard it here. Let's not embarrass ourselves. (laughs) Let's not try doing math live on the podcast. That's how we get immediately pushed out <laughs> um so broncos money line here i'm staying away from the over under i'm staying away from the spread it's gonna be kind of a messy game i think um but not in, a, in an exciting way i think it's gonna be like one team gets down to like the 20 yard line then just gives the ball away kind of game um but I think the Broncos pull this one out, and we all forget that this game ever happened. This 
is outside of the over my do not touch game of the week. <laughs> I don't like any prop bets. I don't care about them at all. Because um, it does feel like you know, the Broncos could go anyway. Like, yes, Sutton's been hot, but it feels like anybody could, you know, score or whatever. Maybe the only guy I actually like is Hunter Henry. Uh, anytime touchdown score at plus 370. Um, but this is a very unpredictable game. It's usually unpredictable when it's the Patriots. It's very unpredictable when it's the Patriots versus the Broncos. Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like that over-under set too low for two teams that have decent offenses-ish. But the Broncos do end up – I feel like it's always the Broncos-Colts, and it's always 9-6. to six. But the, the <laughs> Patriots are giving Colts energy this year, so I could see it. But I, I want over, so I'm saying over. Because you want it. Because I want it. Gonna manifest it. <laughs> I don't want to sit there on, on. Actually, no, no. I've thought about it. It's Christmas Eve. It's totally gonna be an under. This is just gonna be like the worst game of football to ever watch. <laughs> What's the weather looking like? Oh boy, you're testing my Wi-Fi now. <laughs> uh, well, it's in Denver. So, well, the reason I ask is because the passing yards. Is Denver not inside? No, Denver's out. No. Oh man. Well, it's light snow, the thirty-one reason... degrees, wind eight miles per hour. Awesome. So, passing yards look like an under here, even though they're already set pretty low at two hundred three for Russell Wilson and Zappy at one eighty-eight. Yeah. I think it's this is going to be game. under all around. I've changed. I've changed my mind all around. That's why I didn't like any of the prop bets because they weren't fitting my narrative of the over. Now, I'm all in. Hit every under across the board. Cortland Sutton to not score a touchdown. Javante Williams under rushing attempts. It's going to be great. Under on the rushing attempts. Punts. No, I don't know. Punts over. But I just feel. This is going to be a torturous game. For rushing attempts, you can get Javante Williams at 14 and a half. I don't think that's horrible. What's he? Let me check my little. Cortland Sutton, you can get at four and a half receptions plus odds. I like that. Um. I don't really trust the the Broncos right now. I don't know why. I'm like it, it feels like it could be a Jerry Judy game for some reason. Something's freaking me out this week about the Broncos. Of course, I'm gonna watch the um, Pats and Jerry Judy will go nuts. And I hate Jerry Judy. <laughs> I hate Jerry Judy. Let's see, Jerry Judy thirty-seven and a half. I don't know. Marvin Mims over 13 and a half receiving yards. No, he hasn't done He's hit anything. the under for that 71.4% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't... All right, can we move on? Yes. Wait, the Pats have Jalen Rager? Yes, he's our, like, kick returner. Oh, my God. He fumbled a punt. All right, what's next? <laughs> All right. Move on, move on. I don't want to talk about the same <laughs> 
Now we're talking about Jalen Rager. Get that shit out of here. Raiders and Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by 10, minus 500 money line, over under 40 and a half. What do you like? Not a whole bunch here either, to be honest. Uh, I've stayed away from this game in a lot of areas. I think, you know, maybe we could see something with Rasheed Rice, Travis Kelsey. Uh, I do think that Chiefs offense might get pumping a little bit. I think the Raiders probably get crushed, but don't want to sleep on the Raiders and they're, you know, coming off that big win. I don't know. That big win kind of meant nothing to me, but I don't want to sleep on them coming off of it. I do kind of like the under here, though. Um, set at 41. What about you? I don't hate that. Because I think the Raiders' defense has been, like, okay this year. Their, like, defensive line is pretty freaking good. But... Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is this is a game that makes me think. Just because I could see it going either way. I could see this being super low and like just being like a real cold like Christmas Day game. Um, but to me, it kind of feels like an over. Um, I don't know. This is, a, this is a tough one. It just it it seems like the Raiders got enough going last week with guys who were not named Devontae Adams or Josh Jacobs, that with both of those guys potentially mm-hmm. being back, I don't know if Josh Jacobs is, with both of those guys potentially being back, it seems like they could at I least go grab a few points. So um, I kind of like the over here. I'm kind of talking myself into it. Okay. I only have one bet for this game I actually truly like. Jared McKinnon touchdown. Ah. Uh, no. Is that what you're going to guess? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Jarek McKinnon has kind of been popping off recently, and I'm a big fan of him. I feel like every time it's like December, I think I mentioned the same thing last week, but every December Jarek McKinnon decides to be incredible. So uh, we'll see what that ends up looking like. He's been pretty consistently you know, involved in December, though, so. And did I mention the odds on that? Plus 245. Solid. Rasheed Rice is plus 130, yeah. and Kelsey's even. I like that too. Yeah, I think you I can take any Kelsey. of those guys. It just seems like I he's due. Rice or McKinnon. But yeah, it does feel like he's due. But no, it's fantasy playoffs. Travis Kelsey touchdown. <laughs> All right. Giants, Eagles. Eagles are minus 13 and a half over under at 43 and a half minus 800 money line on the Eagles. Personally, I have Eagles minus 800 in one of my parlays. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) The points is just too much. Um, Basically just throwing them in as an extra leg to kind of just boost the odds. It's pretty much the only reason I think we all know that the Eagles will win this game. Um, I can also see it, better. I can also see it being the over or the under. So I'd like to hear what your take is on that. Oh man. Um 
I think I lean over for this game. I see the Eagles kind of racking up the score. Uh, Tommy DeVito has been pretty good this year, so I think there's a chance that you know they put up like 14 to 21 points on the Giants side. Eagles score like 35, and we get to the over that way. Um, I don't know. I think it's a big Eagles bounce back game, though. That's kind of the only vibe that I have right now. Um, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, it has to be. Passing yards over under is set at 227.5 right now. I would lean heavily into the over for that. Yeah, I like it. Um, Especially after his showing last week through the air. Um, The only thing that concerns me about this is I can't see a world where the Giants score over 13 points. I see that world, and I live I in know it. You do. So um. I just can't see it. <laughs> I can't see it. Tommy um, DeVito's magical. I kind of like the under. All right, man. I think the Eagles potentially hit this over all by themselves. All by themselves. Wow. All by themselves. That's a lot of I points. think here's what I'm thinking. We could take this one offline, but I would bet um, <laughs> Jalen Hurts alternate passing yards over 287.5 plus 500 there. Plus, so grab that. And then cut, 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 cut. cut alternate <laughs> we're not no uh alternate uh whatever the hell it's called alternate passing yards and go or alternate um spread and then go over you know, like minus like 20 and then that <laughs> that's an insane bet <laughs> I have nothing to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be plus 2,300. Or no. I don't know. The overtime pick messed it all up. Whatever. I had that in. Um, I don't know. I think the Eagles blow them out, and we can probably move on from that, and I don't have to just be making up dream lines right now. <laughs> How about any touchdowns? AJ Brown's got plus odds. Swift has plus odds. Pretty much everybody has plus odds except for Jalen Hurts. This is the Dallas Goddard game. Is it? Did I already say that he wasn't going to get involved? This is the Dallas Goddard game. <laughs> I think I said that he wasn't going to score during the DFS episode, but I've changed my mind. This is the Dallas Goddard game. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Plus 155. So the other game of the week is the last one on the slate. On Monday night, we got Ravens and Niners. I am excited for this one. I think these are... Probably the two best teams in the NFL right now. Saving the best for last. Um, you can get Ravens at plus 195 right now. I'm hopping all over that line. Yeah, like, this is the best Christmas present ever. <laughs> Having this be the last game of the week. Um, Absolutely. I'm, I'm very excited for that. Um, I have no clue who's going to win this game, and that's what I love about it. I think this is just going to be a blast yeah, to watch. Yeah, which is 
which is why I think the plus five and a half is free. Yeah. Plus one ninety five is free. Um, what is your take on the over under though? It's set at forty seven. Um, I think under. I know that we've seen the forty nine ers score a lot of points. We've seen the Ravens, you know, not as successfully score a bunch of points. I mean, they have, but like not. You know, they're they're six and eight against over under. Actually, it's the exact yeah. It's eight and six for the for uh, the forty nine ers. So, um, you think under? I like the under here, and I like the Ravens plus five and a half. Um, just seems like a safe bet. It seems like this is going to be a close game, low scoring game, in my opinion, like something like twenty three to twenty. So, that's kind of where my game script in my brain is going. So, I think that's what I would personally take on this. Okay, that makes sense. Um, are there any particular props that you like in that case, then? Um, Let's see. I think you can always find value on... I mean, this is a funny thing to say, but I think you can always find value on San Francisco skill position unders. So, not Christian McCaffrey ever, but you know, Debo Samuel under 68.5 receiving yards or Brandon Ayuk under 63.5. Or George Kittle under forty seven and a half. Seems like most of the times those hit, but in these like higher end matchups, um, I do believe there's some value to be found there. Yeah, I think there's a same game parlay waiting for you on this one. Yeah, I don't think all three of them will hit, but it seems like one or two of those guys will always pop off and then if you get the right one correct, you know, you can hit that under. Yeah. Does feel like Gus Edwards uh, was mentioned as kind of being the main guy this week? Mm-hmm. So over thirty nine and a half yards, that seems Love it. Love it. pretty good. <laughs> Give me the forty and a half. I don't care. Ooh, pushing those lines up. He's going to get forty <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that would um, be heartbreaking. Cool. Yeah, I'm super excited for this game. I potentially see Isaiah likely getting involved as well. Um, he's been super solid this year. His receiving yard line is set at 36 and a half. And then he's plus 210 to score a touchdown. That's that's some good odds. Um, yeah. Outside of quarterbacks, I don't really see anybody like popping off. It seems like this is like going to be like a playoff football game. So Exactly. I think everybody kind of just watch you know, Odell does, does their job. Yeah, Odell touchdown maybe. I would watch Odell on this one. Yeah, yeah, plus two seventy five. Uh, it seems like he's going to start showing up in December, um, and and pushing that into later in the year. It's Odell season. Fair enough. All right, so you ready for my parlay we of the rip weekend? The parlays. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> So last week we got a little shafted uh, early in the parlay, um, thanks to your Packers. And <laughs> um, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Um, so this week, first leg was last night. Um, you can still get pretty good odds without it. Um, had the Rams winning, so we got that as our first leg. Otherwise, we got Bills against the Chargers. That seems like a lock. Green Bay against the Panthers. Should be a lock. 
Seahawks against the Titans, like the Seahawks. Um, Lions over the Vikings. Uh, Broncos over the Pats. Chiefs over the Raiders. Eagles over the Giants. And then one for fun right at the end, just to help with the odds a little bit. Um, Ravens over the Niners. So all those together got me. <laughs> Five and a half yeah. or money line on that one? Oh, that's straight up money line. Oh, boy. So all that together, I got plus 3,100 odds. Nice. That's uh, almost as good as the underdog parlay, which <laughs> includes the Ravens. So if you're if you're Team 49ers, don't listen to us right now. But Ravens plus 200, Jags plus 130, Commanders plus 136, and Steelers plus 140 for the underdog parlay. Tend to pay 390. Pretty solid. Yeah, I have a good feeling about this. Um, cool. So, excited yeah. for the games this weekend. Anything else you want to mention before we call it an episode? Enjoy football while it lasts. That's it. Yeah. Happy holidays, everybody, as well. Um, we should be back next week. We haven't really talked schedule because we are still in the growing phases. I think we probably still pump out three episodes next week. We'll figure it out offline, though. Yeah. We'll keep you guys updated on Twitter. Yes, we will. Uh, remember to like, subscribe, rate, uh, follow on Twitter at DataBlitz underscore XYZ. You can f- follow the uh, YouTube and catch the Madden series over there. Um, cool. And appreciate you for listening. And as a reminder, the content provided in this podcast, including discussions, strategies, and tips, is intended solely for entertainment and informational purposes. The views expressed are personal opinions and should not be taken as explicit advice for sports betting or fantasy sports participation. Data Blitz does not guarantee the accuracy or success of any strategies or recommendations discussed. Betting and fantasy sports participation involves risk and is not suitable for everybody. We advise listeners to exercise discretion and consider their individual circumstances before making any decisions based on the podcast. Please gamble and play responsibly. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. 